Welcome to Changeling Cast, the podcast dedicated to reading, reviewing, and dissecting speculative romance series. I'm your host, Mara, from the booktube channel Books Like Woe, and this season we are tackling the Innkeeper's Chronicles by Alona Andrews. different kind of little bonus episode and this is really the last episode for season two uh, until we eventually hopefully get another entry in the series. So today I'm doing a little bonus, um, let's call it a discussion. I'm not going to do a play-by-play or like a traditional review, but I want to discuss two relatively recent releases from Alona Andrews. One is Blood Air and the other is Magic Tides. Now, Magic Tides is extremely recent because it just came out um, as of the recording less than a week ago. So definitely a recent release. And it is the first book in a spinoff. Like, I'm not sure if it's a full series or just sort of like occasional stories with uh, Kate and Curran from the Kate Daniel series in their new life with them set up in Wilmington. So that's the one that most recently came out. And then I believe it was in 2022, but could have been 2021. I'd have to double check. Uh, Blood Air came out, which was a first book in a new series that is a true spinoff from the Kate Daniels series um, featuring Julie, who is uh, Kate Daniels adopted daughter. So, um, what I, I'm trying to decide how much I'm going to say because I've come in reading Magic Tides, I have come to a disturbing realization, which I have now seen something in the way that Alona Andrews pretty consistently writes their books, especially their self-pubbed ones, that I cannot now unsee. And I don't know if I want to do that to other people because I had this realization (laughs) in the middle of Magic Tides of, oh no, this is never going to be the same for me again. Um, I still love Alona Andrews, but I do think that this marks the beginning of a new relationship with their work. And I don't know if I want to do that to you guys. So I think I'm not going to talk specifically about the thing that I noticed that is a... I would say a habit or a pattern that is it's me finally naming the thing that sometimes has bothered me in the innkeepers chronicles. And I now see as a unifying um, issue, at least for me in their self pubbed works. So I'm not going to talk about that, but I will say, I think, (laughs) I guess I'm just teasing you and saying that there is something in their writing that does. um, It's not my favorite. Okay, so now that I've been cryptic about that, let me do a little compare and contrast because I gave Blood Air three and a half stars and I gave Magic Tides four. I will say in terms of the quality and um, kind of essence of the story, they're actually pretty similar quality in my opinion. But the reason I think Magic Tides is better is for, for two things. One, Magic Tides is, an, is a long novella. So, or, or a short novel, you could probably go either way. It was, 
Ooh, I'm not sure how many pages. So does anybody else do this? If you're a Kindle reader, you judge book lengths by the number of locations. <laughs> so to me, like a, a short novel slash long novella is about 2000 to 2500 Kindle locations. A full novel is between three to 5,000 and a long novel is anything over 5,000 Kindle locations. So I want to say that um, Magic Tides was around 2,200. So a short novella, a short novel or a long novella versus Blood Air is a full novel. I think the way, the kinds of stories they are work best as short, like I, I do think Alona Andrews is kind of at their best when they're in long novella territory. Um, so I think that Magic Tides kind of has the advantage there. The other thing is that Kate Daniels being Kate Daniels is a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's something that I love. It's so comforting. I loved being back in her point of view. I loved getting more current point of view in this one and seeing their dynamic now that they've been together for, you know, 12-ish years, I guess, at that point. Um, you know, having a more lived in relationship and, uh, having actually like moved on. Ooh, yeah. We'll, we'll come back to that, but they've moved on. I really like the idea that they made the decision to leave Atlanta and go to Wilmington because it was what, it was what was best for their family, specifically Conlon. And I also like hearing, um, not that I'm glad that people had a falling out, but I liked finding out the detail that Curran and Jim have had like kind of a falling out and they don't really talk anymore. And like how they've had a kind of parting of ways because they just have different priorities and different ways of doing things. I think that that's a really nice detail and it makes it feel more lived in and more real. Like as time goes on, you know, who you are when you are in one job, let's say, and um, in a certain phase of life, so like pre-kids, pre-Kate, like Kern is in a very different phase of life. So it makes sense, you know, quote unquote, realistically, that he and Jim may not be on the same page anymore. Um, I really liked that detail. And it was cool to see them in a new place, um, in a new phase of life, but still having a lot of the things that I love about who they are and their stories. Um, it was, well, something that I thought was less successful and it almost made me ding it down to three and a half. And something I do not like is that they give Conlon a point of view. Conlon is eight or nine. And Conlon, yes, is going to be an uber powerful being, already is, but he is an eight or nine year old. And his point of view reads like he is a battle-hardened 30-year-old. <laughs> and I thought that was very, the far and away the least successful part of the book. Um, and it's unusual because I actually think that they often do a really good job of writing kid point of views or like kid characters. So yeah, I think giving us something from Conlon's point of view was a mistake, even if I really like Conlon as a character and like, potentially his role in the story. Um, I, I did not think that that point of view was successful. But other than that, I really liked Magic Tides and it felt just really cozy and lovely, despite how violent and over the top it is. I should give it, well, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you know, you're wanting a full discussion. So spoilers, I guess, but content warnings for child trafficking, like that was pretty grim. So it's weird to say that it felt cozy, but it did feel cozy. Okay. 
Here's the difference between Magic Tides and Blood Air. Blood Air is Julie, but Julie has has changed, uh, and she's become Kate Daniels. So Blood Air reads like a pretty entertaining Kate Daniels novel, but Julie from the original Kate Daniels series has a pretty distinct personality from Kate. And literally, you could have just swapped in Kate's name to most of what Julie does, and it would have read the exact same. That was my problem with Blood Air, is that Julie, as she has evolved, quote unquote, has basically just devolved into being Kate Daniels. Except it's like Kate Daniels if she had decided to really lean into her, you know, position as Roland's daughter. Like, that's kind of the difference. Um, And I guess maybe that's an interesting thought experiment. But I find that really disappointing because I think Julie had her own flavor. She had her own priorities and her own skill set. So for me, that was the really big disappointment of Blood Air because otherwise, like, if it had been a Kate Daniels novel, it would have easily been a four or four and a half because it was a very entertaining Kate Daniels novel. But I was so disappointed to see Julie's character kind of like sold out, in my opinion. Now, we're going to get more. So I'm hoping that there's a little bit of course correction. She gets to be her own character again and have her own distinct kind of perspective and skill set and all of that. Like that's my goal or my hope is that things will course correct a little bit because there's a lot of really interesting things on the table. I think her relationship with Era. Um, I did, mm, did I like where she and Derek ended up? I have mixed feelings about it. I do think it's an interesting setup for potential payoff down the line. So, um, I actually liked, I should say something that did work for me was I liked Derek's character development and kind of where he's come to. I should say that in Blood Air, Kate and Curran still appear to live in Atlanta. So presumably it's taking place prior to what when magic tides picks up um so hopefully we'll get you know some resolution on how the timelines there map out um but i actually liked derek's um evolution and seeing how he has changed and how time has changed him and seeing some of the new dynamics within the pack I think what's interesting is that actually now that I'm thinking about this, both Blood Air and Magic Tides kind of suggest that um, basically like the direction the pack has taken under Jim's control is not the best, which I think is an interesting direction for it to go. So anyway, uh, a short bonus episode here, and I'm not doing the full blow by blow, but I did think it was worth us just talking about that since the timing of this season happened to coincide with the release of a new Kate Daniels novella, which is a rare, unexpected and beautiful thing. Um, I didn't I don't think anyone really knew that this was on the horizon until it kind of surprise dropped at some point. Um, so that was very exciting. And I like I said, I am really excited to see what happens in that series If I were going to pick, so they have three Kate Daniels related series going right now, which is the Julie books, the um, old what's his face up in Kentucky, who's married to, um, what is her name, Elatra? Ah, what's his name? It starts with an H. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Dombre. Um, The Hugh Dombre and the Kate and Curran spinoff. I would say I'd probably most like to get... Ooh, you know what? I'd most like to get another Hugh book because 
their story ties into the end of the 10th book of Kate Daniels. So it would be nice to find out what was going on with all of that. Um, but followed by that, I think I would like more Kate and Curran. And at this point, I'm most fearful about the Julie books. Um, I mean, I have a lot of faith in Alona Andrews, so I'm hoping they're going to prove me wrong, but I am most trepidatious there. So that would be my Kate Daniels world priority rankings. Overall, I would say that I am most eager for them to finish the Hidden Legacy trilogy or like the Hidden Legacy series or continue in it because I really want a series with Arabella. So that would be my number one on the wish list. Um, And then in terms of like, where things are in progress, I would say the Hugh D'Ambre and the uh, Innkeeper's Chronicles are the two least resolved plot lines at this point. So that would probably be my contingents after that. If they just, I mean, anything they give me, I'm going to read and be happy with. But um, yeah, anyway, so that wraps up little bonus episode uh wrapping up season two at least for now if there's another innkeepers chronicle release i will be back and you guys will hear me again for sure this summer to talk about resonance surge which is the next book in the side changeling series so i will be back to continue on season one with that um i'm still trying to decide what season three might look like i need to find a series that i am excited to do a deep dive into um that fits the parameters of the podcast. I really would like to find a Fae one that I want to do just because, you know, Changeling, I feel like that could go with that. Um, but I'm not sure. So you'll know when I know. Uh, and you'll definitely see me again this summer for Resonance Surge. But for now, uh, signing off regular releases for a little while. I hope you are enjoying the beginning of your 2023. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you guys later. If you want to keep up with me, follow me at Books Like Whoa, uh, mostly on YouTube, but also Goodreads, TikTok, you know, all that. So I'm not disappearing. You'll just find me there. And I hope you're having a great day. I will talk to you guys in a few months. And I hope you stay well until then. Bye.